Hi there, and welcome back to another edition of Built to Sell Radio, the podcast designed to help you punch above your weight in a negotiation to sell your company. I'm the executive producer, Colin Morgan, and today on the show, we are joined by Jeremy Parker, who sold his company, Swag.com, to Custom Inc. back in 2021. But before we get there, a quick word from today's sponsor of the show, Scribe Media. You know, there's an old expression that the best businesses are bought, not sold. Meaning, when an acquirer approaches you, you're in the catbird seat, right? You've got negotiating leverage because they're coming to you. The question is, how do they find you? Well, acquirers typically target an industry. They're either rolling up an industry or have a specific need in a specific sector. And so they quickly search for who the leaders are in that industry. And if you've written the book on your industry, you bubble quickly to the surface. Now, what if you don't have time to write a book or maybe you're not just a writer? That's where Scribe Media can help. Scribe Media is the book publishing company responsible for bringing the visions of entrepreneurs like David Goggins, Nikki Barua, and Robert Glazier to life. And this is a strategy our own guests at Built to Sell Radio have pursued. You may recall James Ashford was episode 335. He's the guy behind the company Go Proposal. Now, he wanted to get known as a thought leader in the accounting industry. And so we wrote a book called Selling to Serve. And it was a few months later that one of the giants in the accounting industry, Sage, noticed the book, noticed James's company, and made him a healthy eight-figure acquisition offer. Look, writing a book can put your company on the map and you get bonus points from me if you co-write it with your second-in-command, your general manager, so that some of the brand buzz and equity accrues to your 2IC or your general manager, making sure your business doesn't come too dependent on you personally. Now, you may be saying, well, well, I'm not a writer, nor is my second in command for that matter. Well, no problem. Scribe Media lets you speak your book and then they will write it for you in your voice. Let me say that again. They will write it for you. When it's time to sell your business, buyers will know exactly who you are, what you stand for, and the legacy they'll inherit from the company you've built. Visit scribemedia.com and book your free consultation today. Also, a quick reminder, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to the show. And if you want to help support the podcast, you can do so by leaving a rating and review. Leaving a rating and review truly helps the show grow and get in front of more people just like you. Now, as you're going to hear in today's interview, Jeremy went through a incubator program called Techstars. Now, for more information on Techstars, if you're curious, I have linked to a wonderful little resource which can be found at our show notes page over at builttosell.com, along with a great interview that Jeremy and his co-founder did back in 2019 where they were featured on Business Insider, which I think will pair very well with today's episode. Okay, so now let me tell you a little bit more about Jeremy, who, as I mentioned, co-founded swag.com to offer branded promotional products for businesses. Now, Parker and his team built this company up to $30 million in revenue before he sold it. But as you're listening to today's episode, there's a few things I want you to look out for. 
Number one is how to prevent potential investors and acquirers from undervaluing your business. How to buy a seven-figure domain without paying money up front. How to leverage a blue-chip client to attract dozens of new customers. How to secure funding without giving up a large portion of your equity. And a surprising customer feedback technique to improve your business. Here to share with you the full story of Swag.com is Jeremy Parker. Enjoy. Jeremy Parker, welcome to Build Soul Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. So tell me about Swag.com. How did this business start? Good question. So I, uh, out of college, my first job out of college was running a promotional product division under MV Sports, a large player in the promos- promotional product space. And I remember when I was like 21, 22, I was traveling to all these different trade shows and I was falling in love with the industry and they're a very big supplier in the industry, MV Sport. But I, I realized all the buyers that we were selling to, which was a much older buyer, and I kind of it was curious to me. Everyone wanted to do deals um, via catalogs and presentation decks and phone calls and back and forth emails. It was very fragmented. Uh, but that's who the buyer is. That's what the buyer cared about. And then, well, I'll tell you what, Jeremy, it's it's funny. In in ninety three, mm-hmm. I graduated university, and my first job was in what they called at the time trinkets and trash, putting logos on golf balls, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I, I go back to exactly that when I did it. It was like a catalog, mm-hmm. and you'd like go through the golf shirts mm-hmm. and say, "Would you like your logo on on the polo shirt or the you know the, the V neck?" And there'd be you know the golf ball, and you, like it was a very fragmented, very old school, a bunch of catalog type business. So I know exactly the industry that you walked into. So keep going. So I was walking in and I realized it was just very broken. And to me, I was a 22 year old. I'm like, this needs to be done a lot better. But the buyer was this more old school buyer. And I figured that maybe it's just built for the current buyer. But then you fast forward 10 years and the buyer changed. I started to see the buyer shifting to a much younger buyer. And in between those 10 years, I did a lot of other startups I had a company that got acquired by a publicly traded company. I did a lot of different things. I had some startups that failed, um, but I always kept my finger on the pulse of the promotional product space because I was so in, into it. I loved it. And I thought it was very powerful. And I thought it was an amazing marketing channel if done right. But the buyer was shifting and I realized the buyer was shifting and it was much younger. And when I realized the buyer was now a millennial, a Gen Z, they, they didn't want to talk on the phones. They didn't want to sift through thousands of products in the catalog. They wanted to find what they're looking for upload their design, mock it up, check out in seconds. I figured like this is the right time to build it. So 2016, bought the swag.com domain name and we just went all in. And frankly, the first year of the business, we didn't build anything. We just tried to learn as much as possible. Who are the right customers? What were they buying for? What was the use case? You know, We knew we wanted to sell to the business buyers, but even within the business, there's so many different buyers. There's the office manager that's buying for onboarding new hires. There's the HR team, they're buying for different reasons. The marketing team buying to bet you know, the best customers, the sales team to close sales. There's all these different departments within an organization that are buying. And we want to figure out who are the right buyers. So after literally hundreds of conversations with our core customer, we figured out exactly who to go after and we started to build them the right experience. So first year, very manual sales. Second year, we launched the first version of the e-commerce site. And then we just had that mentality of, you know, 80% of what we build is going to be coming directly from customers asking for it. And then 20% of the things we build, we're just going to be throwing things against the wall and seeing the six. 
I love it. And, and again, I go back 30 years ago when I got into this business, it was very old school, but your vision as the buyer changed to this millennial, they didn't want to see some guy in a suit with a catalog. They wanted to go online and they also didn't want to be overwhelmed with thousands and thousands of products. They wanted curated products that were cool, hip and, and things that people would keep as opposed to just throw in the junk drawer. And I love this business model. And I'm dying to ask, what did you pay for swag.com? That is one hell of a URL. So when was the last time you had an employee make a mistake that ended up impacting a customer? Stop mistakes before they happen. With VidGuide, your video-based instructions pop up directly into the software your employees use. From Salesforce to QuickBooks, and from Bamboo HR to HubSpot, if you use it to run your business, VidGuide integrates with it. As a Built to Sell listener, you can grab a free 14-day trial at vidguide.com slash free. Yeah, so that's a great question. So early on, they were asking a lot of money. They're asking about $1.2 million. And frankly, I didn't have that money. And, and it's you know, starting a new business, a lot to invest in just a domain name, even though to us, the domain name was very, very valuable. And I'll get to that in a second. But what we did is we worked out a deal with the owner where we exclusively licensed the domain for a period of time with the option to buy it. So from day one,